What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Black Box, the show where we unpack, unbox, and unwrap everything black. I am your girl, Big C. Happy Friday, y'all. How are y'all doing this Friday? I hope everybody is having a lovely, fantastic, fantabulous Friday. Y'all, we are just getting deeper and deeper into summer. I hope everybody is having a, well, technically, Summer did not start until this past Monday, I believe. June 21st. It did not start till this past Monday. But now we're like, what, four or five days into hot girl summer, y'all? I hope everybody is having a prosperous, icy, pretty hot girl summer thus far. I'm speaking to all my ladies. And if you identify as a hot girl and you're a man, that's fine too. You know, a hot girl it has no it has no gender. You feel me? It's whomever, whatever, you know. So I hope everybody's having a a bomb summer thus far if you're just working for the summer that's fine you know get your coins up if you out here getting turned every weekend i'm praying for you and your liver this summer but hey this summer is all about doing what you want to do if you want to be outside be outside be outside but be safe okay you feel me you feel we we gonna have a hot girl summer but we're gonna have a safe keyword y'all safe hot girl summer Okay, but I hope everybody is having a fantastic day thus far. Y'all already know what we're about to get into today. Another black review. Now this one, I'm not gonna lie y'all. This one I was very excited about because I'm going to get into something that I'm like deeply, deeply passionate about. It has to do with the MCU for all of my Marvel Universe fans. Yes, today this one is for us. So I hope y'all are ready. I hope I wonder if y'all already know what I'm talking about. And if you are a part of the MCU, then you already know what we're about to get into today. But if you are not a part of the MCU, but you are very interested and invested, please stay tuned because we we gonna get into it today. But before we get into all of that, please y'all don't forget to follow me on all of my social media. You feel me? Follow your girl. So that way, if you have any suggestions, any requests on any shows, movies, music, food that you want me to review, I will be happy to do so. You feel what I'm saying? I, she's open. She is open. The world is her oyster. Whatever you want her to do, she will try her best to do it. Okay? I promise. So follow me on my Instagram. If you just want specifically back black box um content, uh, you can follow me at T-H-E-E-E, that's three E's, underscore B-L-A-Q box. That is the official Instagram for the black box and nothing else. If you want to follow me, Big C, personally, <laughs> you can follow me at B-I-G-G dot C-I on Instagram. Or you can follow both accounts. So you can get black box content and you can get Big C content. You know, you feel what I'm saying? Because we, we wanted the same, you feel me? So follow those. And you can also follow me on Twitter at T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box. That is my only Twitter, y'all. I do not have another Twitter. A lot of people have been hitting me up like, is this you? Is this you? I have one Twitter. One Twitter. And it's not no freaky deaky type of stuff. Okay, y'all already know. It's wholesome over here, baby. So, I only have one Twitter. T-H-E-E. That's two E's. Underscore B-L-A-Q box. So, follow me on there as well. Because I do update on Twitter as well. And yeah, you guys, I can't wait to see all my lovely new followers and welcome to the Black Box fam, okay? So before we get into the Black Review, y'all already know I gotta hit y'all with the hot box news. Nothing too crazy. A lot of it is pretty uplifting and exciting for the hot box news today. You know, nothing too dramaful, nothing too spicy ticey. But let's get into it. So first up for hot box news, Miss Dozier, Miss Doja Cat. 
she dropped her Planet Her album today. She dropped it at midnight. And please believe, yes, for those of you about to ask, did you stay up? For-? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I was up and prompt, okay? Because I was so, so excited for this album drop. I was excited that she was dropping music, period. And then on top of that, we get an album. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Dozier. So she dropped it today at midnight. So it dropped at midnight. The album, again, is called Planet Her. It has 14 songs on it. And it I think it only has, like, three features. Most of it is just her, but I think she has three major features. One of them is Ariana Grande. Another one is The Weeknd. And another one is the artist. I think his name is Jid. So if you're a Jid fan, he is on here as well. Of course, she has her song Kiss Me More with... SZA obviously that's on there and you um she also has her recently released single called need to know on there y'all need to know is my jam that is my summer song period now a lot of a lot of people including myself I think we were expecting like a hip-hop type of album you know rap because Doja is a female rapper but those of us who are real Doja Cat fans know that she is very versatile she gives more than just rap lyricism she's gonna give you a ballad she's gonna give you a pop song she's gonna give you many pop songs and that is what planet her is giving it's giving more of a pop feel and i'm all the way here for her because it's giving very top down head out the window swaying side to side a little bit in slow motion that's what it's giving that's what planet her is giving like i said it has 14 songs on it my favorite songs thus far, because you know I listen to the whole thing more than once. My favorite songs thus far is one, it's called Get Into It. And then in parentheses it says, yeah. Because if you know Doja Cat, that's like her. You know how Nicki Minaj has that A-yo. Yeah is like Doja Cat's A-yo. You feel me? I also love Don't Do Drugs, which is another song on there. It's featuring Ariana Grande. Um, those of us who follow um, Doja on, you know, her social media, we all know she has like an unreleased song called, I'm gonna cuss y'all, I'm sorry. It's called Niggas Ain't Shit. She released that. She put that all on Planet Her. Y'all already know I was down for that. And it's another song on here on her album called Alone. And Miss Doja was spitting facts on Alone, okay? So, please y'all go give that a listen. Go give Doja her streams, her downloads, her bitcoins whatever it is that she is needing because this we we got to get this to the top we have to and uh tyler the creator dropped last night as well or more so late late night early morning type of situation he also dropped um today i guess it i guess it's considered today because it's june 25th so they both dropped last night so if you're a tyler the creator fan go ahead and check that out but don't forget to give miss dozier her time too okay so that's what's going on with that congratulations to miss dozier i wish her much success on this album release i for one will be bumping it so <laughs> you got one dozier you got one okay so that's what's going on with that next up miss megan the stallion that's right she dropped her fashion over swim line she released her swim line i believe it was yesterday uh, June 24th, she dropped her Fashion Nova swim line. It is exclusively on Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova. 
Fashion Nova, and it's for all shapes and sizes. So it's very inclusive. It's all inclusive. You know, it's for tall women, short women, thick women, skinny women, plus size women, you know, BBW women. She very much um, stressed the importance of it being all inclusive. So y'all go check that out. She has a lot of, y'all know how Miss Megan Thee Stallion get down. She got a lot of, a lot of skimpy pieces. You know, she likes to show a lot of body as she should. When you've been beautifully crafted like that, why wouldn't you? But she stressed the importance of it being all-inclusive for all shapes and sizes, all types of women, you know. So, all my BBWs out there, go and cop you a two-piece, baby. We's not hiding no rolls this summer. The rolls will be out and they will be buttered, period. Period. So, y'all go check that out. Show Miss Megan and her collection some love. And all this in the midst of some drama with her and the baby. I was just seriously hoping that her and the baby would never fall out ever. But I I hate to be that person to be like, oh, I could see it coming. Because the uh, baby is the type of person that he looks out for self and for self only. You know, there's nothing wrong with that in this industry. But then again, at the same time, it's like, how you going to turn your back? On somebody who been down with you through whatever, through the beginning of your career. Y'all kind of started at the same exact time and y'all just decided to link and make it do what it do. So I was very disappointed to hear about her falling out with the baby. If you don't know about that, so the baby, I guess he was accused of retweeting or liking a tweet about the whole Megan and Tori situation, I believe. And the baby claims that the tweet is fake, that he was hacked, that he would never like a tweet like that. But, you know, of course fans saw it and they brought Megan's attention to it. And of course Megan, she was upset because, you know, her and the baby have a good working relationship. So she just took to Twitter and went on an all-out tirade. How could you do this, you know? Um saying one thing to me in private and then doing something else in public and then of course the baby gonna say you know i don't argue back and forth with women but he said the b word so it was just a whole lot a whole lot of, and then party stepped into it which is you know megan's new boo he stepped into it and very much told the baby you do not want these problems and don't you ever address her again period we love to see a man step up for his lady and, of course, the baby went back and said, you must not know about me, quoting Queen B. And I was like, oh, why? Why, 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 why? I just hate that this situation keeps getting brought up because it's, like, so old. And I just, first of all, I just want Megan's justice, point blank, period. And then I just want the whole situation to be dropped because I'm honestly over it. I know she's over it. The world is over it. Like, just stop bringing it up. People egging it on, please stop egging it on. Internet trolls, leave it alone. Let that girl live, period. So that's what's going on with that. Congratulations to her, though, on her Fashion Nova swim line. I hope it's sold out in minutes. If not, y'all go cop some of that. I would love to see some of y'all on my timeline. Having that thing, dang it, I would love to see it. I I might have that thing, dang it. You know, you never know. So congratulations to her on her drop. And that's what's going on with that. Next up, y'all, we got to talk about these black queens in the 2021 Olympics, okay? There is an array of black women who qualified for the 2021 Olympics in Tokyo, Japan. I mean, black women are just dominating these qualifying what I think it's like quali I don't want to say qualifying matches, but I guess that's basically what it is. But like from air to sea, baby, the black women are dominating. And they're mostly from Texas. So me being a Texas girl straight out of HTX, I feel nothing but pride and joy seeing these black women dominate 
the athletics you feel me so these are some of the qualifiers of course we already know miss simone biles she is taking gymnastics coming straight out of spring texas we all know Flash herself, Miss Shakari Richardson. She is taking track and field, and she hails from Dallas, Texas, period. Simone Manuel, she is dominating swimming, and she comes from Sugarland, Texas. Miss Anika McPherson, she's also doing track and field with Miss Shakari Richardson, and she's from Port Arthur, Texas. Jasmine Moore, who is also doing track and field, she comes from Grand Prairie, Texas. Natalie Hines, swimming, Midland, Texas. Like, I'm just the array, y'all. The array. Let me go ahead and finish because it just got me hyped. Miss Tamira Mensa Stock. She's doing wrestling. I was very excited to see some, like, a black woman in wrestling because, you know, I feel like that's, like, a very, como se dice, Caucasian sport. Or they try to make it seem that way because I've never seen, like, black people really do like wrestling i don't mean like wwe type wrestling i mean like you know that collegiate high school type wrestling i've never seen people of color do that so miss tamira Mensa stock go ahead with your wrestling boo take them down to the mat period she hails from katie texas miss ariel atkins and miss Brittany griner they're representing for basketball. Miss Ariel, she comes from Duncanville, Texas. And Brittany, she coming out of straight HTX as well. Miss Chiaka. Oh, I'm going to mess it up. I'm so sorry, Miss Chiaka. Miss Chiaka Ogbogu Koppel. Oh, I know I did it. I know I hit it. I know I hit that name. I know I did it. She is representing volleyball. It doesn't say specifically where from in Texas, but it says Texas. So we're here for it. I'm just so, 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 so happy to have this type of representation. Especially in, you know, I mean, we are black people. We already have representation in athletics anyway. But just to see the array of women just taking over, taking over athletics. I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. I already knew Miss Simone Biles was in there because maybe she made up a whole move that can't nobody else do when they trying to get it banned. Which ain't right. But Miss Shakari Richardson, baby. She is hell on wheels. Hell on two legs. Be be afraid. Be very afraid, contenders. Because I'm afraid. That girl had me out of breath just watching her run. Do you understand what I'm saying? We love to see it. We absolutely love to see it. So congratulations to all of the beautiful black women about to represent for the US of A. All coming from the TX. For these 2021 Olympics. Y'all look out for them. The Olympics begin July 23rd of 2021. And I think it ends August 3rd of 2021. So I will be watching. And no matter where I'm at. I'm about to see them tear it up. <laughs> Period. Okay. So that's what's going on with that. And last but not least. Michael B. Jordan has been accused of cultural appropriation. No MBJ. What you doing? So Michael B. Jordan, he came out with a new rum brand and he named the rum brand Juvert. Now, a lot of people of the, I'm going to mess this up. I hope I don't say it too bad. The people of the Trini Bagonian community, which is like a Caribbean community, you know, hailing from Trinidad and Tobago. Um, they're claiming that he is appropriating the culture since Juvert is a part of Carnival in many Caribbean islands. Now, I don't know if a lot of people knew that. I knew about Carnival. I know about Carnival because Carnival is a place or 
a festival that I really want to attend one day, you know, that's like a dream of mine. But a lot of people don't know that Juvert is a part of Carnival. I didn't know that till I found it out yesterday. But um, Nicki Minaj, she came to his defense and saying is that she's from, you know, a lot of people know that Nicki Minaj is from Trinidad and Tobago. And she's saying since she comes from Trinidad, she didn't think that Michael B. Jordan meant to be offensive to the Caribbean community. And, you know, now that he's now educated and knows, you know, what it really means means for the Caribbean culture she encouraged him to change the name and continue to flourish and MBJ absolutely did so he has since sent out an apology to the Caribbean community expressing how he never meant to come off offensively and that he is working with his team to rename his rum brand so you know we love a king who recognizes mistakes and corrects them immediately doesn't get defensive doesn't try to explain why he did eh, he recognized the wrong he apologized and he gonna correct it it could all be so simple and that's it that's all i got for hot box news y'all like i said nothing too spicy it was mostly positive mostly for the most part so we're here for it so without further ado Let's get into this black review. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, like I said today, for black review, we're getting into the MCU. That's the Marvel. I don't, I usually just say Marvel Universe, but I think MCU stands for Marvel Comic Universe. For all my people who got to be politically correct out there. So, today, we are going to get into Loki. That's right. Disney Plus has a new MCU series on um, its streaming platform called Loki, which is a series dedicated completely to my favorite villain, the god of mischief, Loki. Um, all of my Loki fans, how do y'all feel about this? I am a Loki fan. My mom is a Loki fan. Like He's like one of my favorite villains. He's the only villain who could do no wrong to me. So even though he has done a lot of wrong... He is never wrong in my eyes. He's perfect. And y'all need to stop covering for him. So, yeah, let's let's not do that. <laughs> so, today we will be talking about Loki. But before we get into the pros and the cons, y'all already know, I got to give y'all the black box office facts. Now, I don't know if it's because the series is new or, like, Disney Plus is just trying to keep a lot of information under wraps. But, baby, it was hard. Usually, I don't have to, like, do uh, too much digging to try to find, like, information on, like, the show and, you know, the cast. Y'all, it was like I was lit. I had to pull out all of my investigative resources to try to find the little information that I could. So, it was released June 9th, 2021. The first episode was released June 9th of 2021. It is on Disney Plus exclusively. You don't have to pay for it. So if you already have a Disney Plus subscription, it automatically comes with the subscription. It's free. And uh, it's not like a complete series. Like the whole series isn't out yet. Right now, it just has up to three episodes. But they um, post new episodes every Wednesday. So if this is a show that you would very much be interested in watching, they have the first three episodes up right now, which are the episodes that I'll be reviewing today, or just my overall thoughts on the show thus far with the three episodes. But if you are interested in continuing watching new episodes every Wednesday, I think it's at, let me not lie, I think it's at 9, 7 Central or, no, not 9, 7 Central. I think it's 8, 7 Central. So depending on your time zone, boom. So the it's directed by Miss Kate Heron. Now Miss Kate Heron, the uh, show, she's like a director. She hasn't been acting or anything like that. She's strictly a director. 
But the show that I most recognize her for, as far as her directing accolades, is a show called Sex Education. It is um a Netflix original. I love Sex Education. I didn't think it would be a show that I actually like, but it's actually very quirky and funny and weird. And I actually can't wait for it to come back out. They said a release date for Sex Education would be September 17th, which I'm very mad about because we did get... I don't think we got a season. Yes, we did. We did get a season last year. But, you know, I just hate when Netflix shows take forever to come back out. But anyway, that's besides the point. So, Miss Kate Herring, <laughs> her work that she's best known for in my eyes is Sex Education. She was a director for Sex Education. Now, the budget for Loki... I don't know how accurate this is, so please don't shoot me in the face. This is just what I have found thus far because, like I said, I don't know if they're just trying to keep all the details hush-hush under wraps until the show is completely wrapped, but this is just what I was able to dig up thus far. So the budget for Loki is an estimated $25 million. Now, some websites that I went on said it was $25 million per episode, which is very hard for me to believe that it's going to take $25 million per freaking episode. So I don't know. And then other sites that I went on said the estimated total cost for the entire series, like from the first episode to the last episode, was $25 million. So I just put an estimated $25 million. Because $25 million was accurate. Some were saying per episode and some were saying for the whole entire series. Both of those don't sound believable to me. But $25 million was very consistent. So that's why I put estimated. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. Okay? <laughs> don't. Because they, they were trying to hide the information. Like it is a CIA, FBI, CSI secret. Y'all, I'm telling y'all. So the cast... As we all know, Loki is played by the beautiful Tom Hiddleston. I love me some Tom Hiddleston. He is just giving, he is like a Tim Burton character come to life for me. Like all my girlies out there or all of my guys out there, if you get down like fat baby, it is pride. Okay, if you, um, if you are a Tim Burton fan, and you've like seen any Tim Burton movies like Corpse Bride, Edward Scissorhands, Frank, like if you've seen any tim burton type of movie tom hiddleston is like a dream for you like if you had a crush on victor from corpse bride tom hiddleston is for you do you feel what i'm saying so tom hiddleston if you don't know him from the mcu universe like he was in movies like thor thor ragnarok he was in all the avengers movies you know getting beat up by hulk my poor baby he was also in a movie called crimson peak i love crimson peak it's one of my like favorite little weird thriller movies i watch it every time it come on so those are his works that he's best known for in my eyes but we he will always be the god loki for me like ah, i love me some top hiddleston y'all he just does something to my little little emo girl heart i love him so much he's just so dark and mysterious but he he's not he just played dark and mysterious so good anyway i digress i'm getting off track this is not gonna be a tom hiddleston episode okay Tom Hiddleston plays Loki. That's it. Mobius M. Mobius. He's like the head of the organization or whatever that has caught Loki. That's what it's about. It's played by Owen Wilson. If you don't know Owen Wilson, he's best known for voicing Lightning McQueen in Cars in the Cars series. He was also in, he's been in Hollywood for so long. But I best know him from movies like Marley and Me, Wedding Crashers, The Internship, Zoolander, if you've ever seen Zoolander. So, Owen Wilson, very, very popular name in Hollywood. 
Sylvie, I am not going to say this name right. Sylvie Lafedotier, I hope I said it right, is played by Miss Sophia D. Martino. Um, I don't really recognize Miss Sophia D. Martino. I feel like I've said her name before, but the show that she's most known for that I've seen is called Into the Badlands. So if you're an Into the Badlands fan, Miss Sophia D. Martino is in Loki as well. Ravona, she's like the head of the organization that has captured Loki, or she's the overseer. Let me put it like that. She's not the head. She's like the the overseer uh, underneath the head, but above everybody else. Uh, Ravona is played by Miss Juju. I don't know if it's Gugu or Juju, but I, it's Miss Gugu Mabothra. I hope I said that right. Um, very well known. If you've seen Beyond the Lights. You know exactly who I'm talking about. She was the young lady with the purple hair that was in love with Michael B. Jordan in Beyond the Light. Or not Michael B. Jordan. It was not Michael B. Jordan in Beyond the Lights. It was somebody else. I'm sorry. But she was the leading lady in Beyond the Lights. She also was in a movie called Belle. And she was in the live action version of Beauty and the Beast. The newer one that came out a couple years ago. But yes, Miss Juju Mabothra. I hope I said it right, Miss Juju. Please don't kill me. C20 which is, I guess, a cop. I guess she's supposed to be, like, a cop for the organization that has captured Loki. It's played by Miss Sasha Lane. Sasha Lane is best known for her role in the new, the newest live-action Hellboy starring um, Hopper from Stranger Things. Hopper and, uh, I think his name is uh, David Kim. He was in a series, he was in the newer series Hawaii Five-0, so... That's where I best know Miss Sasha Lane from. And last but not least, Hunter B15 is played by Miss. I'm gonna mess it up. Just don't kill me, y'all. It's played by Miss Wunmi Mosaku. Okay? And if you don't know the name, you better get ready. Cause it is Miss Ruby from Lovecraft Country. That's right, Miss Ruby is back on our TV screens. I'm here for it. I am elated. I'm excited. I love, love to see when people from like newer series get recognized for their talent and then we just start seeing them everywhere i need to see miss wunmi mosaku everywhere everywhere i just need to start seeing her pop up everywhere and this is the start she's in the mcu y'all oh i'm so happy I'm, i'm elated i'm elated so that is the complete cast thus far these are the people we've seen thus far the important people in only the three episodes that they've aired but overview for the show you know basically the premise of the show goes as follows after stealing the tesseract so if you are part of the mcu universe you already know what the tesseract is if not i'm gonna need you to go and educate yourself on the mcu because it's just a whole lot whole lot of i don't have that much time to explain to you what a tesseract is so after stealing the tesseract during the events of avengers endgame an alternate version of loki is brought to the mysterious time variance authority tva a bureaucratic organization that exists outside of time and space and monitors the timeline they give loki a choice face being erased from existence or help fix the timeline and stop a greater threat so basically in this series loki if you watch avengers endgame the very last avengers movie (laughs) the saddest avengers movie you know that um the gang had to go back in time to get the tesseract to do what they had to do so in that timeline when they went back to go steal the tesseract from themselves you know because they 
in the original Avengers movie, they had to steal or they had to get the Tesseract back from Loki. So in that uh, scene where they're arresting Loki, you know, after Hulk just swung him like a rag doll in that little hotel room, <laughs> child. <laughs> that was horrible. Don't laugh. Don't laugh, y'all. Even though he did get swung like a rag doll. Don't laugh. But um, in that scene, after they had retrieved the Tesseract from Loki, they all went downstairs to try to turn it over or take it back to where it belonged. In the Endgame movie, the Avengers had to steal it back from themselves in order to fix what Thanos had done. So in that little scene, um, they ended up not getting access to the Tesseract because Loki stole it. He stole it back and he just poof disappeared. So while he disappeared, the TVA, which is the Time Variance Authority, they found him and was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, sir, you was under arrest because you was over here messing up the timeline. You escaping from this specific part of the Avengers timeline or of the main timeline period is not supposed to happen. You are breaking the law, jail. And so, you know, they arrest him, the TVA, they arrest him, and Loki finds out about a whole bunch of information that... He probably shouldn't know, but he now knows. And, you know, I guess the TVA determined that he's not really a threat. Or not that they don't determine he's a threat. Loki realizes he can't return back to his original timeline. Because if you watch Avengers Endgame, you already know why he can't return. So, he has no choice but to stay with the TVA. Because if he goes back, I'm not going to say what happens. Because I'm not going to ruin it for nobody. So, (laughs) he decides to stay with them. And try to help them find somebody. It's another person in the timeline that's creating disturbances within the main timeline. So he's helping the TVA find that person and ultimately stop them. So that's what Loki the series is about. So, you know, just to give a, I guess, a dumbed down version if that one was too wordy. Because it was too wordy for me. I was like, what are you talking about? But (laughs) once I watched the show, it made sense. So that's just the overview now the reviews i'm not gonna lie i think these reviews are a little high for me and i'm not saying that the show is bad it's not bad in any way you know nothing that marvel does is ever bad quality sometimes they get the story a little messed up they torture fans or whatever but i guess that's just a part of mcu they love to torture the people who give them money i don't know but these reviews on this loki show it's a little, como se dice, outrageous for me. So, but you know, these are professionals and this is just my opinion. So, hey, it is what it be. So, IMDb gave it a 9 out of 10. And y'all know, y'all know how, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Y'all know how, like, stickling IMDb is when it comes to, like, reviewing TV shows and movies. You, they be... They be like lowballing people. They really be like, but now Loki gets a 9 out of 10 IMDb. Payola. 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 9 out of 10. Like, how does he get a 9 out of 10 and it's only 3 episodes in? You see, you see what I'm getting at? You see what I'm getting at, y'all? So just, okay, IMDb, I guess. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 96%, which I trust Rotten Tomatoes more than I trust IMDb because Rotten Tomatoes, even though they have their own professional ratings, they do let, like, you know, most of their opinions, I think, comes from watchers, like viewers of the shows and movies that they review. 
So if the people like it, you know, I, I guess, I guess Rotten Tomatoes is accurate with the 96%. And Common Sense Media gave it a 4 out of 5 stars. So those are the professional ratings. Like I said, they're a little high for me. So I don't know. I just don't know how you can fully give a show 9 out of 10 or 96% or 4 out of 5 and it's only 3 episodes. Like we haven't even got like to the meat, meat, meat of like the show. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. But I digress. So let's get into these pros and these cons, okay? My first pro is a deeper look into Loki. So, you know, the show is about Loki. We love Loki. I just love that we're getting, like, to see a different side of Loki. Because, you know, we know Loki as... We know Loki for, like, causing drama and being mischievous, causing chaos, betraying people left and right. You know, we know that Loki. But I feel like in this show, in the Loki show, we see, like, a different side of Loki. Like, we see the emotional side of Loki. We see, like, the fun-loving side. You know, we get to see why he is the god of mischief besides wreaking havoc on people. Like, he's very fun loving he doesn't take things too seriously but then at the same time it's like he's very problem solving he's very smart he's very critical you know this we know because you can't be mischievous and not be calculating and critical but he's being calculating and critical in a different type of way more so where it's not harmful i guess is that what if that makes sense so i like that we get a deeper look into him into his character because when he is in the mcu universe we only ever see loki being a villain you know we never get to see him well, we see him do good every now and again, but you know, most of the time, Loki looking out for self. So, I just like that we get a deeper look into him, into Loki, into how he feels and what he thinks and, you know, the goings-ons of his mind. So, I definitely enjoyed that. So, that's a pro for me. My next pro is the return of Ruby, Miss Woonmi Mosaku. Like I said, I just love when major... I don't I guess you could call it a network. I just love when major like networks like the MCU recognizes talent like that. Cause Miss Miss Wunmi Musaku, she did what she had to do in Lovecraft Country. She was giving Ruby. She was giving it. And I love that people from MCU saw her and gave her a bigger chance than Lovecraft Country. Cause you know, Lovecraft Country was I believe it was like her start. That was like her biggest role to date that I had ever seen. I know she's very um popular because obviously her name she's Af she's an african actress she's very popular over there but you know to come to america and try to make it especially being like a plus size a fully figured dark-skinned black woman you know you don't get many opportunities to be in mcu you feel what i'm saying so unless they're trying to make you you know a wakanda soldier but it's not that so uh, i was just very happy to see that she got the chance to be a part of something big like the mcu like i'm just i'm here for it I'm absolutely here for it. And I accredit MCU for recognizing talent and, you know, giving her a shot, giving her a chance because they knew she was going to deliver because she delivered in Lovecraft Country. So, Miss uh -huh. Moon Mimosaku, we are here for you, period. Period, period, period. I love to see it. Return of Ruby. That's my name. That's my second pro. Oh, I was just so happy. When I saw her in the previews, I was like, no, they didn't no they didn't put ruby back on my tv screen and they did and they absolutely did and i'm here for it so that's my second pro my next pro is the vintage slash futuristic feel 
I said field, feel like the feel of the show. So, and I'm not necessarily saying like the acting or anything like that. I'm more so talking about like the set, the background, the costumes, like, you know, the whole production side of it. I love how MCU makes things feel futuristic, but old at the same time, if that makes sense. Because in the, in the TVA's like, I can't, I guess it's like their headquarters, I guess you could say. It's giving, like, we've been here for a long time, but we have all this new age technology that's, like, centuries ahead of any type of technology that's current right now. Like, I love that MCU has that really good balance of making things seem like they've been there forever, but then at the same time being, like, leagues ahead of any type of technology that we have today. You know, like, they do a very good job of doing that. Because it's like, the way that the people who work at the TVA dress, depending on what department they're in, like, the officers, like, the field officers of the TVA who go out and get the people breaking the timeline, you know, they're very, like, futuristically militant, almost looking like something out of Star Wars type dress. You know, they're the, they're the police, they're the enforcers. But the people who do like the paperwork and work in the office, they almost dress like 1950s FBI agents. You feel what I'm saying? So I like that the MCU does that thing where they make it seem like they've been there forever, but you know, it's very, very much ahead in the future. Like they have flying cars and teleportation and collars that bounce you from one time to the next time and they have this little stick that if they poke you with it you erase forever like it's very interesting and it's very cool how they do that so props for that so the vintage slash futuristic feel definitely a pro for me my next pro is owen wilson and just for the simple fact that he's funny this we already know like <laughs> owen wilson has that weird way of like being funny but he's trying to make it seem like he's dead serious. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He almost is like, you know, very reminiscent of Vince Vaughn. If you don't know him and Vince Vaughn uh, work together. I think it was in the Wedding Crashers and the internship as well. So they have very much both the same type of humor. So he's very reminiscent of Vince Vaughn to me. He just is very like, like he wants you to take him so seriously. But everything he's saying is just like dripping with humor hilarious so in um in loki like i said uh owen wilson he plays mobius which is like he's pretty much like the lead detective i guess and trying to find the uh dangerous variant that's what they call it the people who are disrupting the timeline they call them variants so he's like the lead detective on trying to find this variant who was just like causing havoc throughout the timeline so he's the lead detective on that and you know i haven't really seen owen wilson in, in like any serious roles everything i've seen him in he was pretty much like being the goofball <laughs> but trying not to be so this one he has his moments where he's just serious but then he's also like giving you humor so we love to see it i love owen wilson and i like to see that he's you know still working because those of you who don't know like his story like he struggles with mental health and depression and things like that i think he even um tried to commit suicide at one time thank god it was unsuccessful but um yeah so it's just i just love to see people who battle with things like that still do what they love and you know are able to bring joy and laughter and entertainment to people because you know he very much could have he's been in the business a long time so he very much could just like disappear and not come back and you know nobody would i mean of course we would miss him you know people who are on wilson fans but you know I'm just happy that he did it. Let me just put it like that. So Owen Wilson, 
definitely a pro. My next pro is the music. The music is fire. I'm not saying like the music throughout, but like each beginning song and ending song of each episode thus far, it matches the tone of the episode. So it's like the intro, depending on how the last episode left off or yeah, depending on how the last episode left off, it'll either be upbeat or sad or futuristic sounding. And then at the very end, however it ended, which is usually like a somber type of ending, the song matches perfectly. So the music, whoever is in charge of the music, keep doing what you're doing. Fire. The music is fire. And last but not least, Miss Sylvie. Now, Sylvie, who turns out to be the dangerous variant that they are trying to find. I'm not going to tell y'all how... Uh, they found her or why she's so dangerous, but she is dangerous. She is like the the time variant that they're trying to find or whatever who's disrupting the timeline to like detrimental amounts. Um, she bad. That's all I got to say. She is a bad woman. Don't mess with her. She is not to be played with. She's not to be trifed with. She's not to be toyed with because she will break you in half. This is my thing. This is my, like, conspiracy theory on who Sylvie is. I think, because, you know, the way Sylvie and Loki meet up or talk or whatever, like, how they, you know, come to find each other, it's very, like, reminiscent, like, they know each other. I'm not going to tell you how they know each other, but it's like they do. This is my theory. I think Sylvie is Loki's mom, you know, Loki and Thor's mom, the one who raised him. I think she's his mom from another time. So, that's just my conspiracy theory on it. Because, one, she looks like his mom. Like, she looks like a younger version of his mom. Two, I guess they kind of have, like, the same type of, like, familial issue. Even though they don't really get into detail like that. It almost kind of sounds like they have, like, the same familial issue. Like, you know, Loki wanted to be accepted by, you know, his father, his family. He just never did. And I feel like Sylvie's kind of battling the same thing almost. But they don't go into too much detail about it. But I, I low-key think that's his mom from, like, another time. Like a a different, like, an alternative version of his mom. I don't know. That might just be me overthinking it, me overshooting my shot, but... Who knows? MCU is known for doing crazy stuff like that. So I wouldn't be too surprised. But that's my theory on it. I think she's his mom. I absolutely, absolutely think that. So we're going to see as the story continues to unfold. But those are all of my pros. A deeper look into Loki. You know, a deeper understanding of who Loki is, why he does the things he does. You know, I love to see it. Because we, like I said, we don't really see. We see him, but like we see bits and pieces of Loki. This is just all Loki all the time. And I love it. So a deeper look into Loki. The return of Miss Woonmi Mosaku. Okay. The vintage slash futuristic feel. Owen Wilson. The music and the character Sylvie. Those are all my pros. Now my cons. Like I said, this show is not perfect in any way. It's not. I mean, you know, I was very excited to see the show. But this show is not perfect in my regards in any way. So I just want to throw that out there <laughs> before y'all get on me. But my con. So my first con, it's a bit boring for Marvel. Because, you know, when we think of Marvel, when we think of anything MCU, we immediately think action, drama, impact. We think of, you know, high energy. Loki is very, or thus far anyway, Loki thus far has not given any type of thrilling action. At least the thrilling action that we're used to from Marvel. So I will say for it to be a MCU show, 
coming from the MCU, it's very boring. It's very slow. It's more so about the acting and the story than it is about the action. Which, you know, I understand, you know, I guess they're trying to give us a different take on a different side of MCU. But, um, no. <laughs> no, you have to, if if it's coming out of Marvel, if it's anything, you have to give us the action. Immediately. Like, it needs to be, I'm fighting tentacled monsters and, yeah. You have to give the people that. You have to. After what y'all put us through, yeah. You have to come correct each and every time, Marvel. I'm sorry. You just have to. So that's my first con. My next con, it kind of ties into my first con. It needs more action. There was action in the show, but the action should not come in episode three. The first two episodes, there was very like light to no action. But then in the third episode, major fight scene. It was a lot of major fight scenes. But I'm saying it shouldn't take that long to get to the action. Like I understand y'all trying to get us like ingrained into the story and, you know, Give us background. That I completely understand. But y'all can't throw no fights in there. Y'all can't throw no action while in the midst of us trying to get to the story. Why take y'all to episode three to give us the fighting, the violence, Marvel? So, yeah, definitely need more action. I hope the next episode they continue to roll with the action because it's like the fight scenes that they gave us in episode three. Of course, coming out of Marvel immaculate chef's kiss we love to see but it's like that better not be it better not be okay we give you action and then the next couple episodes there's no action no 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 so definitely needs more action and don't take too long to give us the action and my last um con it's very difficult to follow slash keep up with so like i said if you are not a part of the mcu but you want to get started do not start with this <laughs> do not start with this show because you're gonna be like yeah you're gonna be like what i don't understand because even for me i'm not even gonna lie to y'all i have not watched like anything remotely marvel like anything because <laughs> they broke my heart <laughs> And if you know what, if, uh, if you are part of the MCU, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They broke my heart, and I'm low key. I was low key on a MCU like hate train ban because they broke me. But you know, I was ex- I love Loki, and I'm excited about the show and to see where it goes. So I gave them a chance. But you know, I was on a hiatus because I just couldn't go through it. I just couldn't. So. I'm just gonna leave that where it is but if you don't know anything about Marvel I would not start with this show I would not suggest you to start with this show because even for somebody like me who you know is very immersed into Marvel who loves Marvel I just it was very difficult like you can't blink or like even stare at your phone for like a second or you it you'll forget something else will have happened you'll be like so wait how does this tie into this like it's very very hard to follow so you have to pay very very close attention which i know some people don't mind complex storylines like that but for me if the story get a little too complex to the point where i'm like wait so like a second ago we was just on this and now somehow we're on this like it should never it should never be the flow of the show should never be that hard to follow if that makes sense so it's just very difficult to follow and keep up with so if you're a person who gets distracted very easily I wouldn't suggest that you watch this because, like I said, you have to pay very, very close 
attention. And if you don't like shows that start out slow and do the groundwork in the first couple episodes, this is not the show for you. Because like I said, it took them the third episode to finally give us the action that, you know, Marvel come with. So if you're just that person who's just not really into story and it's more so coming to Marvel looking for action, I would not suggest this show for you. That's all I'm going to say. It's not a bad show. It's not a bad show at all. I'm actually not mad at it. It's really, it's, it's, it has the potential to be really good, but we got to see. Like I said, it's only three episodes in, so we got to see about that. So my overall rating for the show, for the, for Loki, I give it a 7.5. Yeah, I give it a little 7.5. Cause like I said, it's only three episodes in. <sighs> I just expect more from Marvel at this point. Because to me, <laughs> and I guess this is like me, my own personal bias, they have a lot of making up to do. And that's all I have to say. They have a lot, a lot, a lot of making up to do. Because like I said, they broke my heart. They broke my heart. They destroyed me. They effed me up mentally. And they know what they did. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna speak on it, but they know what they did. So to me, it's like they gotta come harder than this, especially with somebody like Loki, because I am a Loki fan. I love Loki. Like I said, he's one of my favorite villains. So yeah, Marvel, step your cookies up for they crumble, because I'm gonna talk about you. If y'all do my man Loki dirty after what y'all did, no. <laughs> no, yeah. Y'all gotta step it up but that's all i got for black review you guys i hope you enjoyed it i hope i tickled your interest if you're not a part of the mcu i hope i tickled you a little bit to just be you know give it some thought give it some you know little taste if you're interested so i hope you guys enjoyed it if you did please 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 follow me on my social media and let me know what you thought of today's episode i can't i love hearing y'all's opinions and suggestions and uh, what y'all thought of today's episodes and y'all's input like y'all are so funny i swear y'all crack me up with y'all's insights i think i'm gonna start sharing some of, some of them like some of y'all's insights like y'all's cons and pros i just y'all are so funny so please hit me up on there let me know what you thought of today's episodes and also if you guys are into sports if you know anybody that's into sports y'all please go check out this new podcast called tilt that means talking in layman's terms it is um brought to you by my father the man who created me yes he is on um anchor i believe he's exclusively on anchor for right now but youtube coming soon so he says we'll see but yes go follow his podcast called tilt that's t-i-l-t he talks about everything sports from new age sports to old age sports he gets into it so y'all go follow him on there give it a listen you know Go check it out. <laughs> Y'all know I'm crazy. But I hope everybody has a wonderful Friday. Don't forget to like, comment, share, all of that on my social media, y'all. But this has been the Black Review on the Black Box. Till next time, kings and queens. Bye.